hey, I'm just over here. How's it going? Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters and some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chatting with Chickens and other wonderful animals with me, Lindsay. If you can't already tell it in my voice, I'm (laughs) smiling ear to ear, and I'm already laughing about this episode because it just... (laughs) Those guys, those spiders, they get me. Not in a good way. (laughs) Not like, oh, they get me. It's like, no, they get me. They poke that fear. There's definitely (laughs) a good amount of discomfort for me with spiders, but there's been some really, really great teachings. If you listened to the trailer for this podcast, there's a really, really cool spider share in there. And I have to say the daddy long legs, I've gotten better with them, but I feel we all have our thing. I do feel for a lot of people, it tends to be either snakes or spiders. You just have that natural fear of I'm okay with snakes for whatever reason. There's something with spiders. My sister, when I was a kid used to put spiders on me and it would freak me out, but they already freaked me out at that point, but I'm sure it didn't help that she would do that. But it's sometimes really good to learn from the beings that you fear the most, especially when you don't understand that fear. You don't understand why it's there. It's just always been there. I would say these are one of those situations where you would look up that animal totem and what the archetype or energy consciousness is overall of that species. And start to dig into what beautiful gifts lie within that for you. And so for me, over the years, I think ever since I moved onto the farm, because there was so many spiders in the barn, because the barn hadn't been used when we first moved here. There were so many spiders in that barn. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to get used to this. I'm going to have to overcome my fear of spiders. And it's been wonderful. I believe I shared this on another episode. But now in the barn, we get these, they're stunning. They're admirable spiders because they are massive in the barn. But I've been able to connect in with them. And I do ask them that if they're building their webs, can they please not put them in big entranceways or certain parts that for me is just uncomfortable or that I'm going to have to move the web or any of that. And they've done such a great job at then building their webs in other parts of the barn because there's tons of other areas where they can build their web. Today, I'm going to share just a few spider teachings that have 
impacted my world in different and fun ways. One of the cool shares that I have today is especially leading up to going back to Lucia. So Lucia is the founder of Linking Awareness Journey and the beautiful soul who first opened up my eyes to what she would call intercellular communication, nonverbal communication, and how to communicate nonverbally with all sentient beings. So this opened my eyes, opened my world, and helped me learn to connect to animals. And so, so much love and thanks to her and all that she is and all the other teachers that have come forward in that lens. When I was journeying back there in 2022 to do some additional training, I'm better with insects. There's still some insects that are hard for me. They're just difficult, but I'm becoming better with that. But I really wanted to grow my experience with spiders. I don't want to have this insane fear of spiders. And so while we were at Lucia's doing this training, there were tons of different times that we were meditating outside where we went to this one beautiful area that's called the center of the universe. And we were there all day outside connecting, meditating, being part of a ceremony. And so there's all of these different animals and insects around. And I was like, okay, cool. We're doing great. Things are going so well with this. It was really awesome. And then there was one day that I was down and just connecting with her horses, just spending some time with them, is standing at the gate. So I had my hand resting on a fence post that was there. As I had my hand there, I heard this little voice, hey, I'm just over here. How's it going? And that's how the voice came forward to me. And I looked and it was this little spider. And I was like, oh, I didn't move my hand. I was like, yes, I'm doing better with this. The spider's here and I'm good with it. And we had this little connection. Not afraid of you. I'm not scared of you. And then all of a sudden I hear this other voice and it's like, why are you scared of me? And it was this deep voice. And I look over and coming along another fence board was this big, this big, massive spider. And I was like, oh, like, yes, I am. I'm scared of you. But it just, it had me in stitches because it's just, that moment of how did you know? How did you know that this is what I was talking about and this is what I was experiencing? And then it's this little spider's like, do, 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 you're good, you're good. And then this big spider comes and it's like, what about me? And I'm like, brick. <laughs> Not exactly the word that I said, but it was so funny. So I moved away from the fence post. Okay, still more lessons, still more learning. And then it was maybe the next day day. At the property, Lucia has bunkies at Eagle's Eye Ranch. In the bunkies, there is bunk beds. Izzy, my beautiful, tremendous, awesome bunkie buddy, had the top bunk and I had the bottom bunk. I went to grab something from my suitcase. I had it laid out on the bottom bunk. And as I go to grab something to put it back in my suitcase, this spider, and I say big spider, it's not like a tarantula. 
It's not anything like that, but it's big. It's not something I would want crawling on me. Jumped towards my hand. It was on my bed. I was like, oh. And again, for any of you who feel the same way that I do, I know you'll feel it because you're just having a spider in your bed is the biggest nightmare. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. So I jumped back and I'm like, Izzy, there's a spider on my bed. And she's like, oh, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to ask it if it can leave the room kindly, not be here, not be in the room. And so Izzy's laughing at me. Sure, like that's going to work. But little did Izzy know that I actually have experience asking spiders if they can respectfully give me space (laughs) or just helping other animals leave spaces that they aren't supposed to be in through communication. And so I connected in with the spider and just nicely asked if they would be able to leave. And I just said, we're not going to be comfortable you being in here. I don't want this to be a not nice unfolding. Could you please leave? And so sure enough, I wish I could have fully seen Izzy's face or that we could have videotaped her reaction to this because it's one of those things that like you don't believe it unless you see it. So the spider just walks across the bed, slowly lowers itself down, and then starts to move across the floor. And I open up the door. It goes towards the door. And it left the bunkie. And Izzy's like, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) It's so cool, right? Uh, And so that was one fascinating, just unfolding. And I think it shows a lot too around how we can connect sometimes when we're uncomfortable. Sometimes we just need to say we're uncomfortable. Let that be known with the animals around us. Ask them to give us space. Let them know what our boundaries are because sometimes we don't even give them that chance. And then it's like, oh, there's a spider here. I need to kill it. Well, no, you don't necessarily need to do that. Let's see if you can actually ask them or have that conversation with them. And so another situation that I just, it just blew my mind. This was an ultimate awesome experience. I was teaching a restorative yoga class. If you haven't taken a restorative yoga class before, restorative yoga, you're getting into the most relaxed state that you can get into. And so you could say the philosophy of restorative yoga is just as good as you are at being busy. You should be equally as good at relaxing and doing nothing. And so it's balancing out that yin and yang. As active as we are, we should also be able to dive into that stillness just as easily to balance that out. And restorative really works at getting us out of fight, flight, sympathetic nervous system into parasympathetic. I know some of you have given me feedback that listening to this podcast, sometimes you fall asleep. It makes you fall asleep, especially if you listen to it at night. Well, that's because I teach restorative yoga. My voice, my tone, I also try to make sure that I'm heart-centered when I record these and that it is something that's stimulating but also calming and soothing to listen to 
that can have a calming or tiring effect sometimes. That's the little magic behind the scenes is it's the frequency of the tone of my voice, but it's also the energy of my heart and trying not to overly be in my mind when I come in and record and let these messages flow from the heart, from where they're meant to flow from. And it's just, yeah, it's a different resonance. And for some people that may make you tired when you hear it, or you may find it just makes you really centered or different things like that. And that's that's the beauty of our voices in sound. Anyways, so coming back to this, I was teaching a restorative class. So I had everybody laying down. They're all cozy. They're all doing awesome. Right down the middle of the floor comes this significantly sized spider. Not as big as the wolf spiders at Lucia. <laughs> I forget what they're called. Izzy knew what they were called. But not as big as that dude, but still a good enough size because that's the worst too. If you're just laying in a yoga pose and a spider was to crawl on you and then even for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if the spider tries to crawl on me? Okay, take a breath, calm, find your center. And so I connected to the spider and I was like, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what's up. I would really love it if you could not go near any of these people, please and thank you. And if you could also not touch me, that would be wonderful. If you can do this for me, after the class, I will find you and I will take you somewhere nice outside. This can end well for all of us. Sure enough, this respectful, beautiful soul listened and did that. At one point, he was on my yoga block. And then another point, he just kind of dipped behind my bolster in the wall. So I did not use my bolster for the class. I had the front row demonstrate things. (laughs) I was like, I'm not touching this. But when it came closer to the end of the class, This beautiful soul shared with me a meditation or a visual to do with the class. And it was so cool. It like gave me the insight of maybe how he or she sees the world, maybe the magic that I don't even know of that goes into the energy of a web. And so the visual that the spider shared with me, and I've used it a few times since, is so the room was full, made a beautiful full class, and the spider showed me this visual of a web, a line of web connecting every single person in that room. And then in the center of that web was this glowing light, which I would refer to as their heart, their heart light, their true self. The spider was showing me these balls of energy kind of dropping from the ceiling into this web and then going to certain people into their heart energy. And I was like, that's so cool. That's so beautiful. And so I guided people in a visual meditation to connect to this and to just feel different universal energy coming into that web 
and then up into their heart. And we also took a breath and we sent some love into that web and just some energy to the other people that I was connected to. And it was so phenomenal, so amazing. I've never, ever come up with a meditation like that on my own. I didn't give gratitude in that moment to the spider because I didn't want to freak people out. But then I did go and do an Instagram story to the yogis sharing the spider meditation share afterwards. They didn't leave in like a panicky state. And then sure enough, once the class was done and wrapped up, the spider was still behind my bolster. And my beautiful business partner, her partner, who isn't scared of spiders, took the spider outside for me. And it was funny, Kaylee told him, and he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll get it. I'm like, no, 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 you can't, because I told the spider that we would then take them outside after. He smiles, he knows, he's been to my workshop, he gets it. And he was like, oh yeah, no. He's like, I can totally do that, Lindsay. I'm like, you're the best. Absolutely the best. Again, this is how these beautiful souls can show up for us sometimes. I wish I could stress this more, that it honestly is magic. There is so much we can feel, see, learn, evolve from these magnificent souls that are all around us, that are here in certain ways to help us, support us, and how easily that relationship can evolve and have healthy boundaries within it, right? Have layers of respect and appreciation. I still wasn't able, though, to move that spider myself. I'm trying. But I'm sure in my journey with this podcast, there will probably be several more episodes about spiders as I move through that imbalance and see what lessons there are for me. And so listeners, today I say to you, if you have an animal that just makes you uncomfortable, look up that animal totem, see the beautiful energy that that soul connects into from a species or archetypal perspective and do some journeying, do some exploring, have fun, and even invite that animal in in a meditative way. It doesn't have to be physical. Like don't push yourself past your comfort levels of journeying with this, but bring that animal in in meditation and just sit with them, see what they have to say, or if there's anything they want to share, or maybe it just will they'll show you some of those divine threads and give you some universal energy too. Awesome. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and got some smiles and laughs and maybe some relatability to today's topic as well. And I trust that you will all have a divine day. See you soon. Bye. Here's our little disclaimer. 
Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness. That they are not a diagnosis, or are they applicable to all animals? More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them. 